Good evening. Welcome to Retrace. It's only news if it matters. It only makes sense if it's connected. What matters? Go to Retrace 31, World Model 5. What we care about amongst what is happening, amongst what is. What we care about is what's good. RTFM, survival and experiences, fun and doom, hence threat modeling, and the decisions to life and one death. Got it? Doesn't matter. You don't have to get that. I do. And I do. Trust me, I do. I rattle that off so that you know that I get it. This is Retrace segment number 39. We're going to do news. It's Thursday, November 3rd, 2022, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Retrace is about what's going on out there. What kind of news are we going to do? Not like we've done so far. We tried just sort of looking at stuff and letting the sources dictate. Eh, this is worth trying, but it's stupid. It's stupid. It was stupid. It was so dumb. And then I started to do something else that other sources do, which is disconnected stories. That's why I just said it only makes sense if it's connected. There's nothing more bad. Nothing more bad. I like to say things eloquently. There's nothing more bad than a list of disconnected stories. We're not going to give you disconnected stories. We're going to give you stories that are connected. In fact, we're going to talk about how you're going to live longer in space, but with Big Brother. Right? Let's do it. We've got hypotheses here to retrace. We've got them. Other people don't got them. We got them. They're not well-formed. Like, I mean, they're, they make sense in English, but um, you got to understand, like, these are not, these are not scientific hypotheses, and we know this, but it's a better word than guess, but it's not the perfect word. We've got, like, 12 of them, really 13 to 15, depending on how you count, but we published 11 of them re- originally, and then computer control is the, the 12th one. We're going to just do the first three. Look for some news about hypothesis number one, which is about space. Humans are now technologically capable of living in space. What about hypothesis number two about technology? Human technology risks are growing faster than their mitigation. And hypothesis number three is about death. Human lifespan is being prolonged by new technologies. Let's read the news. Okay. First one I got, space. Humans living in space. Um, research, okay, so this, this is <laughs> from the New York Times. Uh, House hunting on Mars has already started. You keep hearing about interest rates, but you don't hear about what they are on Mars. It's October 29th, 2022. Researchers identified nine caves on the red planet on the red planet that might make suitable shelters for future astronauts. In a presentation this month at the Geological Society of America Connects 2022 meeting in Denver, Researchers pinpointed nine leading cave candidates worthy of future exploration. All of these grottos appear to extend at least some distance underground, and they're close to landing sites accessible to a lightweight rover. Told you, humans are now technologically capable of living in space. We're already looking at at suburban homes. Caves. We used to live in caves. What is a home, a house, an apartment, but a cave or system of caves? It's, these are caves. These are caves. Um, when we get to environment, we can talk about how we're changing our environment faster than we can adapt to it. That's hypothesis number 
ooh, four, five, six. I should. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, next story. Technology. Again, our hypothesis is human technology risks are growing faster than their mitigation. This from the FT, November second, yesterday. The robo minister tasked for you in the United States. A minister is a government official, sort of like a cabinet member. Member. Uh, it's not always the same in every country. Um, okay, the robo-minister tasked with helping Japan go digital. The Japanese people are reluctant to share their personal data with the government in the form of ID cards. Can a robot help is the subheading. One aim of Konobot was to help promote the rollout of the government's digital ID system, a project that sits at the heart of any realistic plan for digital reform in Japan and that, in effect, needs 100% national participation to function a hundred percent they built it so that it basically needs everybody in okay um the rest of the story talks about sort of like the there's sort of like a digital reluctance in japan which surprises me they're such a techno technologically savvy and advanced country but there seems to be and I, I didn't know this the, the article says that there's um there's a reluctance to digitize a lot of things and there's a reluctance to put uh give digital uh, you know put digital information in the hands of the government they seem to be worried, or at least the author mentions them worrying about um, uh, loss of the data or you know data compromise at the hands of the government. Not Big Brother, which is what you know others maybe um, uh, English and Americans worry more about. Um, we'll get back to that. Also, compare that story to the new European political party being led by an artificial intelligence at Futurism.com, which we talked about on Retrace Number Thirty Two on October twenty seventh. Moving on, hypothesis number three, death, human lifespan is being prolonged by new technologies. How scientists want to make you young again, MIT Technology Review, October 25th, 2022. This was more of like a think piece, and it was part of a whole issue of the MIT Technology Review that was devoted to longevity, um, but news is news, right? Research labs are pursuing technology to reprogram aging bodies back to youth. Richard Klausner... He's not a researcher, but he's the chief of this of the company they're going to talk about. Is the former head of the, is the former head of the National Cancer Institute and one-time leader for global health at the Gates Foundation. He is the organizer and chief scientist at Altos Labs, a new research company seeded with more than three billion dollars from ultra wealthy figures in Silicon Valley and oil money from the Persian Gulf. Whoa. Klossner and his financiers had swept up dozens of top scientists offering salaries of $1 million and more and set them to work on a technology the company now calls rejuvenation re programming, rejuvenation programming. It seems to work at least in part by resetting what's called the epigenome, chemical marks on DNA that control which genes are turned on or off in a cell. In aging, some of these markers get flipped to the wrong positions. Reprogramming is a technology that can flip them back, but it can also change cells in dangerous ways, even causing cancer. The basic technique Altos is exploring is the procedure discovered in 2006 by the Japanese scientist Shinya Yamanaka, who is now a scientific advisor to the company. The four proteins, now called Yamanaka factors, that he and his students identified could cause or ordinary cells to turn into potent stem cells just like those found in embryos. This discovery earned him a Nobel Prize in medicine in 2012. Okay, so the technology goes back to 2006. 
people probably started to find out about it with the Nobel Prize in 2012. A lot of things started to happen around that time. Um, and now they got $3 billion from Silicon Valley and the, and the Saudis, right? Um, a lot of the article talks about how it, you know, the skeptics and the naysayers and, and how it really might be hype and that, you know, why aren't they more clear about the evidence be, behind their technique? And then, they, you know, the company's spokespeople or, or, or leadership say weird, weird things like, we're not going to even study whether this thing makes mice live longer. It's like, you're not even going to study that? And then they give, like, you know, sort of strategic reasons for why we should be focused on extending health and expanding, you know, the 77-year American lifespan to the maximum that we know is possible, which is 122. And, you know, once we get to that, then we can start worrying about But it just sounds like, you know, it could be more hype. The technology is undoubtedly real, but they're talking about a technique that ex- that sort of rejuvenates cells, different kinds of tissues. We're not talking about something that necessarily scales to a whole creature or a whole human being. Okay, so we've got space, technology, and death. What are we going to be doing? We're going to be living longer, right? Maybe this thing doesn't work out, but the next thing will or the next thing will. Eventually, we're going to crack this. We're already cracking it. There's a whole book I've got over here about how it's uh, Extra Life. Extra Life by Stephen Johnson. A short history of living longer and talks about all the ways we've already extended our lifespans and it's going to continue to happen. This might be the thing. This this technique might or might not be part of that history in the future. Um, we're going to be living longer. We're going to be living in space because we found caves on Mars. So we can live there now. And But this technology thing in Japan, the digital ID system, you know, you build these. I mean, we have to digitize, right? We're, we're getting, we're scaling up what we do. We're scaling up how many of us there are. You need to use machines to cope with that scale. But who controls those machines? This is hypothesis number 12. Computer control is enabling some humans to know other humans better than they know themselves and thereby to control them. But if something happens, something might happen to put the control in the hands of the machines. All right. That's it. This is Retrace, segment number 39. Uh, PDF notes at retrace.com, R-E-T-R-A-I-C-E.com. Next segment is tomorrow, same time, 11 p.m., 8 p.m. Pacific. Signing off.